Samantha clutched her passport, shifting from foot to foot as the line inched forward. All around her, her fellow passengers from the Red Eye to London yawned, stretched, and blinked against the fluorescent light of the immigration hall. She hardly noticed the jostle of bodies, her attention fully fixed on the weight of the package and the half-scribbled notes in her brown leather shoulder bag. She should have made this trip earlier. Never put off for tomorrow what you can do today, one of the posters in her third-grade classroom read. It was stuck above the dry erase board, so her students couldn't miss the warning against procrastination. But teaching that lesson, and actually living it, were two very different things. A series of dings sent her digging into her purse to retrieve her phone. She'd connected to Heathrow's Wi-Fi as soon as she was off the plane, but her messages had only just come through. There were six. One from her best friend in Chicago, Marisol, and five from Dad. She read Marisol's first. Saw you landed on flight tracker. You okay? How was the flight? She fired back a quick message. Long trip, but I'm feeling okay. Just need to get my bag and figure out the tube. I'll let you know when I meet her. Then she clicked over to Dad's messages. Rather than send one long message, he always wrote a text, a sentence, leaving a string of stream of consciousness messages in his wake. Hope you aren't too tired, sweet pea. Your mother and I are waiting up to hear from you, so let us know when you land. Your mother says she's proud of you for doing this for her mother. I am too. Love you. She smiled and shook her head, sending him a quick message. Just landed. The flight wasn't too bad. Will you and mom go to bed? I don't want to throw off your doubles game for your tennis tournament tomorrow. Love you both. She slipped her phone back into her purse and pulled out her passport as she approached the front of the line. A guard behind a high desk checked it without comment, and she couldn't help but be grateful she didn't have to explain why she was in the country. If she had, what would she say? This trip wasn't business, but it certainly wasn't bringing her any pleasure either. After collecting her small suitcase, she navigated through the customs gate, past immigration and out into the bustle of Heathrow's Terminal 5. Even after the crowded passport line, the shock of all those people almost knocked her back. Loved ones hung over the sturdy silver barrier, separating the arrival space from the restricted area. Clusters of drivers in crumpled white shirts and slim black ties looked bored as they held up names on iPads or hastily scribbled on pieces of paper. Everyone here seemed to know who they were waiting for. They had a reason to be there. You have a reason to be here too, and there's no more ignoring it. She shook her head to throw off the thought and focused on her first challenge, getting to West London. It shouldn't be too difficult. She took the E1 from her Lincoln Square apartment to school every day. She could navigate the tube. And then it was just a matter of finding the right combination of streets that would lead her to the house. Maybe it had been a mistake to accept Nora's invitation to stay with her. The woman was 103 years old. It was incredible she was still living at home. But Nora had been insistent from the moment Samantha called the number her grandmother's lawyer had provided. Every email exchange between Samantha and Nora contained some variation of the phrase, I won't hear of my dearest friend's great-granddaughter coming all the way from America and staying at a hotel.
you'll stay with me. And you must meet David, too. 